listening to the Top Knots and Double Shots podcast, where we believe every woman deserves to be happy, healthy, and totally fulfilled. We're breaking through the mom guilt, quitting that negative self-talk, and diving into how to find your joy, your passion, and your tribe. I'm your host, Amanda Masterson. So throw your hair into a top knot, grab a cup of coffee, and let's chat. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Top Knots and Double Shots podcast. This is Amanda. I am your host, and I'm so excited that you are here today because we are going to be talking about affirmations. Affirmations are something that I think in culture and society, we are just hearing more and more about these days. For me personally, affirmations are something that I incorporated into my own morning routine after I started working with my coach. And they really have just been such a powerful influence in my morning routine. And then recently, I've had a couple of friends reach out to me and just ask questions about them. You know, their first question really is, what the heck are they? And are they kind of like witchy or new age or woo-woo or whatever? What are they? And like, how do I use them? Why do I use them? And so today, I'm going to dive deep into affirmations with you. We're going to talk about what they are. We're going to talk about what they aren't. We're going to talk about how to use them effectively. And we're going to talk about, you know, what they can help you with in your um, everyday challenges. So grab your coffee. I've got mine. And let's chat. All right. Let's start by talking about what affirmations are. Affirmations are, and you can look this up in Google, it basically says they're positive statements that can help you to overcome self-sabotage, have a more positive mindset and attitude, and even perform better at certain tasks. Affirmations are usually I am statements or because dot, 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 I am dot, dot, dot statements. Um, But let me give you an example. One of the affirmations that I personally use daily is Because making memories is just as valuable as making progress, I choose to enjoy the people, places, and things I already have in my life. Another, and one of my favorites, is I live a life by design, not a life by default. I actually did a whole podcast episode on this topic, so if you haven't listened to that already, go do that when we're done chatting here. Visualization is also an important part of affirmations. When I listen to my affirmations every morning, they force me to visualize the best version of myself. And this is what I focus on first thing every morning. Have you ever heard the saying where your focus goes, your energy flows? Well, if I'm focusing on the best version of myself each morning and affirming this version of myself to myself, I am far more likely to work towards that version which in turn is going to help me to achieve the goals I've set for myself. I mean, listen, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You have to show up as the future version of yourself that you want to be. Also, your brain doesn't really have the ability to distinguish between reality and imagination. There have been numerous studies where they do brain scans on individuals, for example, playing a piano, and then imagining they're playing the piano. And the scans are virtually identical. So if you visualize yourself as the person you want to be, 
not the person that you are right now as the version of you that has already achieved your craziest, scariest, make me want to puke goals, then your brain is going to believe that. And you're going to be much more likely to achieve those goals in reality. I mean, the research goes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you've ever taken any type of psychology class, then you've probably heard of Maslow. Basically, what his research showed was that if people can feel positive in one area of their life, then they are going to be more equipped to deal with threats and challenges in other areas of their lives. More recent research involving MRI studies has confirmed this by showing that when positive self-affirmations are used, the neural pathways in your brain are actually increased, and therefore you are now more equipped to deal with threats and challenges. Pretty cool, right? Now that we've talked about what affirmations are and the power that they can have and a little bit of the science behind it, and I'll link some of those studies in the show notes for you guys. I don't know if that's something that you want to check out on your own. Um, I actually minored in psychology in college, so that kind of stuff interests me. But anyway, I'll link that there for you in case you are interested in that. But now that we've talked about what affirmations are and the power that they can have, what exactly should we be affirming? Should we be affirming our goals, our dreams, our strongest qualities, or should we maybe be affirming our weaker qualities in an effort to grow in those areas? First of all, let me say, in my opinion, I think we should be affirming God's truth and his calling for our life. So let me ask you this. Have you ever set a goal for yourself without seeking God's guidance? And if you have, how did that work out for you? I can tell you personally, I have. In the years before being pregnant with Peyton and Caden, I was actually a division manager and then I was a territory director. Both of those positions involved extensive weekly travel, which when I took these jobs, I knew what I was getting myself into as far as the travel piece went. Kind of, I guess. I mean, you never really know what it's like to travel for work on a regular basis and live out of a suitcase in a hotel room until you actually do it. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, when these opportunities were initially presented to me, I spent a lot of time in prayer over them. Ultimately, I felt like each role was the next step that God was leading me to take, and so I did. And let me tell you, his timing proved to be perfect, just perfect. And the blessings that came with each position were exactly what I needed and would need in the future at exactly the time that I needed them. During these job transitions, Thomas and I decided to start a family. Starting a family was something that I prayed over for a long time, and it took God a long time to answer my prayers. But when he did, he answered with twins, which was not what I had planned. It wasn't what Thomas had planned, and it kind of just sent my whole life into this crazy spiral. But when I switched jobs, I went from traveling across the country to traveling mainly just within the state. And you can imagine the blessing that that was not having to get on an airplane every week while I was pregnant. During my pregnancy, I did have to fly a couple of times. And let me tell you, it was miserable. Zero stars. Do not recommend. Anyway, my point is that I had invited God into these decisions and he had proved faithful in providing exactly what I needed when I needed it, even when I didn't know I needed it. Now, let's fast forward to after Peyton and Caden were born And I had this pit in my stomach telling me that I didn't want to go back on the road. 
I didn't want to go back into that same job that I came from. But against my better judgment, I went back to work and pretty much immediately went back on the road. Everything about going back to work felt wrong. But I pushed those feelings down. I also had undiagnosed severe postpartum anxiety and mild postpartum depression. And let me tell you, it was miserable. I hated leaving PK. I was miserable when I was gone overnight. I was physically ill with worry. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I never went back and invited God to guide my decision to go back to work. In my mind, I knew that it had been God's will for me to take the management jobs. I knew it had been God's will for me to have twins. So I assumed it was God's will for me to continue in that job after bringing Peyton and Caden into the world, but it wasn't. It was his will for me for only a season and that season had passed, but I just hadn't realized that in the fog of, you know, bringing twins home and postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. At that time, I wasn't practicing affirmations, but I can promise you this. I could have affirmed every single day, and this is where I'm going with this, so hang with me. I could have affirmed every day that I was a strong leader and a capable manager. I could have affirmed that I was intentional and focused during my workday so that I could be fully present with my family when I was home. I could have affirmed so many things, and listen to me when I say this, none of them would have mattered because I was living outside of what God's plan was for my life. So. What are we affirming? We are affirming God's ordained plan for your life, girlfriend. Are you unsure of what that is? Listen to your heart because I believe that God places the desires in your heart that are his will. You just have to be silent enough and still enough to listen to the whispers. And I know how hard that can be. You can also affirm reminders of your worth and of your guiding principles for your life. I like to call these God says statements. For example, I'm a health and wellness coach, and sometimes in my business, I let imposter syndrome sneak up, and I find my inner mean girl telling me that I'm not worthy of success, at least not the level of success as some of my mentors have achieved, but that is just not true. So I have to ask myself, what would God say about me and my worthiness? Or if you want to frame it a different way, what would you tell your child if your child came to you feeling like they weren't worthy? You would contradict that right away. You would shut that down. You would tell them that they are worthy and that they can do anything that they put their heart and their mind to. And so one of my affirmations is, I am just as worthy of success as Melanie and Micah and Abby. I am just as capable. I am focused and intentional and I will realize success in my own time. Okay, so we've talked about what affirmations are the power that they can hold, and even the science behind that power, and what exactly you should be affirming. Now, before I talk about how you can use these affirmations in your own life, I want to pause and say that, for me at least, affirmations are not the same as manifestations. Manifestations, in my interpretation, are the act of speaking your goals into the universe and expecting them to come to fruition. The universe is not going to deliver to you your dreams on a silver platter. It is just not going to happen. Not only do I just not believe that this is going to work, but I mean, come on, like what have you ever achieved by manifesting it? And I'm using air quotes there. Wishing it or hoping for it. Hope is not a plan. You have to work for it. But 
Don't take my word for it. This is also refuted in the Bible. Proverbs 14.23 says, Hard work pays off and mere talk puts no bread on the table. So there you have it. Manifestations are not the same as affirmations. And manifestations, in my opinion and God's opinion, are woo-woo or lazy or just crazy. I don't care what you call them, but they are not going to get you anywhere. Okay, now that I've disclaimered that, let's talk about how affirmations can help you in your daily life. For me, affirmations help me in three main ways. The first way is that they can help you to overcome self-sabotaging thoughts and to kick your inner mean girl to the curb. I talked a little bit already about how sometimes imposter syndrome can sneak up on me, especially in my um, wellness coaching business. I listen to my affirmations daily, so they are a part of my inner dialogue. When my inner mean girl tries to sneak in, and let me tell you that she still does, And when she tries to tell me that I'm not enough or that I'm not worthy, it's easier for me because my affirmations have been internalized to, first of all, recognize that it's her, second of all, to tell her to get out, and third, to replace the doubt that she's trying to push into my mind with one of those positive affirmations. Now, I think everybody has an inner mean girl to some degree. Some of the lies that she will try to get you to believe are... I can't lose the weight, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough to start a business, I'm not a good mom, I just can't do insert whatever, blah, blah, blah. If you struggle with your inner mean girl, I would definitely recommend reading Mastering Your Mean Girl by um, Melissa Ambrosini. It is fire and I promise it will change your perspective on your inner mean girl. So go check that out. Second. Daily affirmations can also help you to believe and see yourself in the same light that God sees you. Remember, I talked about asking yourself what your creator believes about your self-worth or what you would say to your child if they came to you with self-doubts. Well, if you are affirming these beliefs to yourself every day, you are going to start believing them, which you should because you're worthy and capable and beautiful. Affirmations can also start your day off on a positive note. I want you to raise your hand if you've ever woken up on the wrong side of the bed. I know I have, and I know you have too, even though I can't see you raising your hand because this is a podcast. But my alarm goes off at 4.15 in the morning. And here lately, I'm already awake at that time because thank you, sweet Caden. But sometimes when my alarm goes off, I drag myself out of bed. And if you can picture this, I am stumbling down the hallway in my pajamas, literally bouncing off the walls like a zombie because I'm not yet awake. When I wake up at 4.15 and drag myself out of bed like this, the absolute last thing that I want to do is sit down and work my business or get my workout in. But the first thing that I do as I'm bouncing off the walls down the hallway is to tap my affirmations app on my phone. That starts playing back my affirmations before I even get to the bathroom. If you've gotten up on the wrong side of the bed and the first thing that you're putting into your head is affirmations about your worthiness and your capabilities and you're visualizing yourself as the best version of you in a place and time where you've already achieved your greatest dreams, well, it's harder to wallow around in your self-pity and negativity for very long. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. For me, affirmations help me to seek out the positivity that I need to slay my day. And because I put a lot of deliberate 
thought and prayer and intention into my affirmations. And because my affirmations are based in God's will for my life, I know that I'm seeking and striving towards the goals that he has placed in my heart. I've also had many people reach out to me and ask how exactly I practice affirmations. There are a ton of ways that you can do this, but for me, I have found that it's most powerful when I can hear my affirmations in my own voice. And so that's where the app comes in. I actually use um, ThinkUp and I can link it in the show notes for you. But basically you can write and record your own affirmations in your own voice and then you can play them back set to music of your choice. So I absolutely love, love, love that app. Um, Go download that. I promise that will help you. Other methods that have worked for friends of mine is to write down your affirmations and then read them back aloud to yourself each morning. You can also just record your voice on like voice memos on your phone and play them back that way too, if that works. So I hope this was so helpful for you. Affirmations have really been such a huge game changer in my morning routine and my overall mindset for the day. I want you to remember that it is so, so important that you are affirming the right things in your life. You need to remember that it's not the affirmation itself that holds the power for you. It's the power that you give the affirmations. You need to learn how to use affirmations to affirm God's plan for your life, to kick your inner mean girl to the curb, and to start your day with positivity. And I promise your life will change. Last thing I want to mention before I go today, and this is important, so I want you to hear me when I say this. Your self-worth does not lie in your affirmations. Your self-worth lies in God. Your inner mean girl can be deceptive, and I know her well, so I know her playbook, and I'm going to tell you exactly what she's going to do. You are going to adopt affirmations into your morning routine because you loved this podcast, and it's going to be fire, and it's going to start to change your perspective and your mindset and your life, but then she's going to show up. She's going to try to claw her way back in. She's going to do that by trying to convince you that you are never going to reach your full potential and that you're never going to be able to achieve the goals that you are affirming each day. She's going to try to convince you that this affirmation trash is just that. It's trash. It's a waste of time. And she's going to place doubt in your mind. If this actually worked, why haven't you achieved the thing? Girl, use your affirmations to stop her right there and repeat after me. Your self-worth does not lie in your affirmations. Your self-worth lies in God. Okay, that is all I have for today. I hope you loved this. Please, please let me know what your thoughts are. Hit the subscribe button and share this on social media with your friends because I know that they could use it too. The more women who hear this message, the stronger we will be. Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, keep your top knots high and your coffee hot. And we'll talk again next time. Bye, guys.